the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. And we got a good show today. Yeah. We have Joe Ryan. He is a singer songwriter, he is a Southside artist, he lives in Evergreen Park. And he's got his own podcast. He, he works with different musicians. He's throwing a festival here on the South Side with like 14 different acts. He's going to bring his guitar down here. He's going to sing for people on the EP podcast. He's going to tell his story. It's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. The other thing that we've got coming up, we've got you and my wife working out. Yes. Which is hysterical because <laughs> she's the kind of person that would sit around and say, ah, maybe I'll work out tomorrow. And, and now, all of a sudden, it's like three days a week. She's in some kind of gym, and she's found her new favorite spot, and it's in Evergreen Park, and you guys just came from there. Yes. So I'm going to try to drag her downstairs to join you here later on in the show <laughs> at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar so she can explain what she's doing because she's got big plans. She put me on keto. She's on keto. She's upstairs right now making burgers but you guys with have blue lost cheese weight. and bacon stuffed into them. I'm down, I'm down easily 15 pounds. And how long Maybe has it been? Maybe 16. How long? Uh, it's been about three weeks at this point. See? Yeah. So, I mean, if, if and you're not even having day, to work 16 out. 16 pounds in about 20 days is where I'm at. 21 days, somewhere in there. And you're not even doing exercise I'm not because even, of your foot. I was foot. in the boot. I'm yeah, out of the, the boot, boot now, which yeah. is great. I'm yeah. out of the stupid walking boot, which was great because this past Saturday night, the library's 75th anniversary, the celebration, they were gracious enough to sit there and say, hey, Chris, do you mind getting up there and introducing the band? I got to get up and talk to people. We had a great night. Got to see some great music. I've got some backstage audio. I've got some audio with the people at the 75th anniversary. That's coming up later on in the program as well. So we are completely packed in this week yes. with the EP podcast. And then you sit down and you tell me that they're renaming Little Company of Mary. Yeah, they're renaming. Where re- did you get this from? Oh, the patch had okay. it today. Well, to me. Are they really renaming it? Or is this well, like. A, okay, is, I saw, you know, the headline. This is like getting the Sears Tower renamed. I have a, I have an issue with this. Well, the, okay, so the, the caption or the. You know, the snippet on the Facebook post said Little Company of Mary Hospitals moving closer to a merger deal, including a new name for the Evergreen Park facility. So, of course, you're like, oh, my God, they can't rename Little Company. Right, exactly. And then, you know, I. And then you went into it. Well, you know, they. Was they, it they, 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 they Did yeah, the patch clickbait they did, a, they did a good job. They, they wrote got a good, you. They wrote a good lead. Is yeah, what a good yeah. news writer does. You write a good lead. It's just getting changed to OSF Healthcare Little Company of Mary Center. So it'll Medical just have Center. a thing in front of it. Yeah. Kind so, of like kind of like how Christ Hospital's advocate yeah. Christ Hospital. This'll have a thing in front of it. And you'll just call it Christ. Like I'm going up to Christ. Right. I'm going up to Little Company of Mary. Yeah. It won't change very much. You know, the mayor at the uh, at the State of the Village address made some mention and there was so much to go through, but I remember him talking to different business owners, different residents. When he did that thing over at the community center a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. he brought up little company of Mary and talked about the idea that they don't get as much money that they bring in for the same thing from insurance carriers and everything else that Christ gets. And I couldn't, I can't really explain exactly how I was doing it, but he was basically explaining that in his talks with them, they, they're not big enough. And since they're not big enough and they don't have the facilities that they have, they don't make as much 
that the bigger hospital in Oak Lawn makes yeah. and that they're trying to change that because you might see new things moving in there. And this might have been one of the things that he got the heads up on mm-hmm. is that they're going to do some sort of a merger. There'll probably be new buildings. Oh, yeah. Who knows what it's going to turn into over there. I, I think anytime you get a you know a hospital that continues to up its game, it's good for the residents. Oh, yeah. So you, you got to figure it. It's got to be a good thing. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I, change is good in this it, scenario. Yeah. Not everybody likes change. I'm still wondering where my bread went. Okay. I hate this keto diet and I want off. Of it. The <laughs> I, moment you two skip a workout, we're done. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. The CSX grade crosser we warned you about this last week. Starting the day this show comes out, Monday, October the 14th, and for two weeks after that, the crossing at 87th and Rockwell is closed. Both directions on 87th Street. Main detour route is 79th. It will be posted to remind you, but if you're listening to us right now before you get there, find another way. Also remember about the EP Youth Department's Fall Coat Drive. Donations of any new or gently used coats can be made through the end of November at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street. The Evergreen Park Street Department wants to remind you that you can use your green yard waste cans for disposing of your fallen leaves. And there are also paper yard waste bags that you can purchase at any hardware store. You can use those as well. The leaf pickup does not start for a few more weeks. So these are some options if you want to get a jump on it. And finally, remember when your parents told you don't get into somebody's car when they offer you candy? And definitely, don't get into their trunk. Well, there's a safe way to do this now. Trunk or treat. On Halloween from 4 to 6 p.m., First United Methodist Church is having a trunk or treat. If you're looking for something else to do on Halloween, check it out. That's your EP Word on the Street from the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the EPPodcast.com. Backstage with American English, buddy, you were on just like last week telling me how great this was going to be, and I'm going to tell you something, I felt like I watched the Beatles tonight. Oh, fantastic, Chris. We had a great time tonight. It was a great crowd, and came out here for Evergreen Park Library, and just what a fantastic time, and we really rocked it. It was cool, man. It was cool. Ringo was his first night. It, yeah, that's right. First we, night for Ringo. He's our, standing our right here. Brand new Ringo, trumpet. You, Ringo, you look like Ringo when he was 12 years old. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here. It was a fantastic night. It's This is a show that I was anticipating for a very long time. And to finally play with American English, this is a band that I've been wanting to play with all my life. And to finally play a show with them tonight, it's a dream come true. It was an amazing performance. He did a good job. Oh, he he was stellar. Absolutely stellar. Yeah, 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 definitely. That was, I mean, it was great. What's, you know, first of all, you did my, you did my request. Yeah. You did in my life. Well, of course. Anything for you, Chris. It was really nice of you guys to do that. Sure. But I just... I love the back end of that set. I mean, like, it's there's so many songs to choose from, though. Sure. I mean, yeah. you got to think about the Beatles at the back end. I always thought the Beatles at the back end were my favorite. Like, I mean, you like the the poppy stuff, but uh-huh. really, back end, 
They got quite a library. It must be tough to pick a song. It is tough. I mean, there is no question. They were a classic rock band, and they evolved into one of the greatest, well, let's face it, the greatest rock band yeah. of all time. Yeah. That's not to discount Zeppelin and the Stones, and they're all great. No, they're the Beatles garbage. Knew. They're garbage. <laughs> garbage compared uh, to the Beatles. The Beatles knew how to rock and roll. And, and yeah, we can't fit every song in, but we try to rotate them enough so the fans have a good time. And Man, I'll tell you, it's it's hard rocking stuff toward the end there. When really? you put the uh, sideburns on your face and the mustache, uh, yeah. how hard does it get the glue off? I mean, like, what what are you using? You, you know, came walking out, I swear to God, I was uh, like, wow, yeah, that's George yeah. Harrison. That's Didn't incredible, I tell you? yeah. It's a transformation. You know what we use? I'll tell you the secret. We use tape, like a, like sticky tape. Okay. And we have to cut it just right, and it works really good, and we have to get the beards all trimmed. It's all real hair, real hair beards, real right. hair mustaches. Right, right. Get them trimmed and colored, and, and you go out there, and it's a presentation. It's Meanwhile, a I was sitting there watching the show thinking to myself, you know, Paul never changed. Yeah, not because much. Your Paul, your Paul yeah. does not change. No. He's just basically, and that's yeah. his hair I found That's out. his hair. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> what a lucky guy. <laughs> James Paul, I appreciate you coming on again. Thank you, Chris. Great show tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, and we're a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thank you. The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night, though, at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique tastes, comfort foods, and honestly, the best wings you're gonna find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island Attitude local latitude. Hannah, my lovely wife Erica, has made her way down here to the 9-foot homemade oak bar. She's upstairs making me delicious keto meals. She's making them for herself, too. She's on a diet kick. You guys are running around and working out now together, which is incredible. I spend far more time watching all of the children because you're out gallivanting at where are you? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay, to head up the street here in Evergreen Park to core fitness and physical therapy and chill out there. I think you got what you got the idea because they were on uh what was it? And the Meet the Neighbors, I think I talked to them yes, maybe about a month or so did. ago. All right. So then and now you're you're going over there. What is this place like? Because I, I haven't I haven't gone in there yet. Now that I got the boot off I, I, I gotta figure out whether or not I can go over there and do my physical therapy. Well, but I, I'm I'm curious. Well, actually, I learned about CORE a few years ago because I was looking for physical therapy for I had runner's knee. And I didn't want just run-of-the-mill physical therapy. What's runner's knee? It's the, where the ligaments and tendons in your knee, over your kneecap. Starts to bother you when yeah. you're running? Okay. Yeah. And so my you, knees click a lot. You went there for physical therapy. Yes. And the reason I chose them was they incorporate Pilates into some of their physical therapy. And I said, that's really cool. So, of course, it's right. It's convenient to get to an Evergreen Park. It's right at 95th and Richmond. So it's not like you're going out of the way to get over there. So I went in and it was like, I've been to other physical therapy places. It was the best, most interesting physical therapy I ever had. I actually look forward to going to it when I had my appointments. Why? Because you're not just. I hate physical therapy. This is not something I'm looking it's, forward it's to. Like, it's almost like you have like your little personal trainer. They're not just telling you, bend your knee, straighten your leg. bend. Your knee. They're not doing that. Right. They got you on the uh, 
on the reformer machine, which is um, like a, how do you describe the reformer machine? Um, I would describe it as almost like a bed with springs that you move back and forth on. Yeah, yeah it's like a carriage. It's a carriage yeah. that slides back and forth with okay. different resistance. So you're using that machine. Um, just some of the techniques they use are something, you know, things I've never seen before. Something unique. It was very unique. Okay, and then you go, and you, but now you're doing fitness classes. Yes, right? they yeah. also okay. offer Pilates and yoga classes. So which ones are you doing right now? Because I, I'm, I, she comes home. Here's the funny thing. I've seen her go out and work out before. She comes home. She hates the world. She's walking in the door. She's like, <laughs> I'm exhausted. I hate that instructor. She's ticked off. She yells at a kid. If we had a dog, she'd kick it at that point. I'm just trying to make a point. You don't kick dogs. Only cats. Now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> None of that either. I think we it's funny to say that because Hannah loves her cats and I'm not a dog. cat person. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what is, so now what are you doing over there that seems to make her so happy? Because she, she seems to be extremely happy when she comes back from there. Like well, what, what class, what class did you guys take tonight before we, you came over? We've been taking a beginner reformer. Okay. So Erica's new to reformer Pilates. I did it a few years ago. What is reformer I'm Pilates? I'm new to Pilates in general. Okay. Well, it's when you're on that, that bed, that machine with the springs on it. So you're using your own body weight and the weight from the tension of the springs right. on the carriage. And then there's some straps uh, behind you, you can put them in your arm, put them around your feet. A lot of stretching and just holding poses, using your own weight as resistance. Do you but, have to be super athletic to do no, this? No, this is what I like about it. I've taken other reformer Pilates classes. I was going to say, because Erica's not super athletic. And, <laughs> you know, it, it would be, other places it would be, quote unquote, a beginner class. And I couldn't do half of the stuff. And I'm like, I would just feel so defeated. Like, I can't do this. This is truly beginner's Pilates, reformer Pilates. They so, teach you the form. They teach you the technique. This is how you do this So you're not correctly. walking in and it's like, all right, let's go. And then no, you're like in a class and you're no. just, yeah, no, the, instructor, like the instructor is telling you what to do. And then if you're not doing it right, you're getting the personalized in, um, attention right. to help you do it right. right. So they'll come over to you and make sure like if your form isn't right, they'll push you into the form that you need to be in too. Really? Yeah. All right. And they're always, you know, Physical therapy is at you know the root of what a lot of what core does. So there, the instructors are very cognizant. You know when they see you laying down, they want to make sure. Okay, do you have any neck issues? If you have neck issues, we need to either prop your head up or you don't need to because prop your head fitness, up. Because it's fitness, but these people also do physical therapy. Yes. So it's like they're not like just you know burn the calories. No, and they, no. they don't care if you get hurt doing it. Yeah, they, they actually they, care. They, they care, yes. And they're, and they're almost diagnosing like, oh, by the way, you got this other thing here. Let's work on this. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I like that. How long until you guys go into the room with all the big giant banners and whatever that is? Oh, the they, aerial they, lotties. That I've, only seen, <laughs> that I've only seen when Erica watches a pink concert on television or something like that, <laughs> where she's spinning around above the stage and singing. And then I looked and they actually have a room Chris, that does we're that. we're working our way up to that. Yes. You can't do that yeah. right away? No. no. Is that a goal? That yes. is a goal. All right. I want to I want to I want to be there for that. I'm bringing <laughs> video and putting it up on the EP podcast website. My, my core needs to get built up a little bit more. <laughs> I'm going to be like dangling. And it's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here. So he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Man, well, thanks for having me on. Thanks man. for this coming is on. Joe Ryan's down here with us. Uh, we have Joe. Joe, you've been you've been playing basically country music for how long? Oh, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> it's been mean, a while. I won a guitar uh, when I was twenty years old on a radio contest. I was twenty, and I always wanted a guitar. I begged for it, man. 
I never got got to get one. And uh, I, I, I called in work to my uh, little job in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, was hung over like hell and called in sick. And I won some contest uh, on the radio. Like, I won a Doobie Brothers CD. Okay. And then you're entered. And I'm like, oh, great. I got this Doobie Brothers CD, and it was horrible. Uh, but I got entered in to win this other contest, I guess, some grand prize. And uh, I get a call at work uh, like a week or two later. And it's like, did you hear? You won You won the grand prize. I'm like, okay, is this a joke or what? No, you won tickets to see uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jeff Beck in California. All expenses paid, two nights, blah, blah, blah. And uh, long story short, I they called a couple of weeks after that and said there's a guitar down here that's part of this package. So you won a Fender, American Fender Strat, and it's autographed by Stevie Ray and So Jeff you Beck. win a contest, and you're just thinking you're going on a concert and going to a concert, going on a trip, and they're like, oh, and here's a guitar. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'd been like uh, manifesting one, right? I'd been wanting one and wanting one. I mean, at that point, I'm listening to like Jane's Addiction and Big Audio Dynamite on pirate AM radio, like real indie rock stuff. I had to look up who Stevie Ray was. And then... <laughs> I mean, I grew up on old country, right? My mom and dad listened to old country music, and that's what I grew up on. And I always had a fast, and I always loved blues music when I heard it. And uh, But once I got that guitar, it made me instantly explore Jeff Beck, his influences, to Stevie Ray, his, you know. Now, where were you living when you won it originally? Where, what, where are you I, from? I grew up in Rock Falls, Illinois, which okay. is a, 110 miles uh, west of here. So you were brought to Chicago because of the music. That's how you ended up in this, in this area. I no, I was brought to Chicago to go to to college. To college, okay. yeah, because in small town, when you're, it's easy to get big for the room in a small town. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Right. And I got a little too big for the room, I guess. And uh, you know, yeah, I'm an explorer, right? It doesn't seem like. Here's the thing: you you're you're living here in Evergreen Park. I know that this. I know Bridgeport was a place that you were at for. Yeah, a long I was there time, before. Right? Yeah, I was there. And, yeah, and it just doesn't seem like when I was young. And friends of mine would say, oh, we're going to go out and see a band or so-and-so's got a band. It was never this type of music. You know, Chicago, at least in my mind, or at least where I'm at here on the South Side, it's always like somebody who's trying to be like the next Metallica back when I was younger. Yeah. There's a lot of hard rock that's going on when yep, people are playing it. There's a ton of hard rock A lot on of the hard South rock. The big hard rock scene in the South Side. Absolutely. So it's amazing how unique your sound is. To me, it's unique for the South Side. It's not It's not the norm. Do you, I mean, it, yeah, no, it, I do you think that. that that's helped you that it's not the norm and that you've kind of, you know, that you kind of stand out? Well, uh. I guess it doesn't hurt, but I don't know how to do any other music than what I, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> right. I'm not very good at doing the other stuff. Right, you're not going to start slamming guitars around and... Like, I would love to yeah, do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally up for doing that, but uh, I've never, I've never really responded real well to heavy metal music. I mean, now that I'm older, I kind of really appreciate it, and I appreciate the craft in it, absolutely, but yeah, I'm not a disturbed, you know, I'm not a disturbed guy. Right. You know, my old drummer went to high school with the Disturbed guys. Everybody but, went to, to school right. with somebody from Disturbed. Right, right, right. It was like <laughs> the, the 13 degrees of Disturbed yeah. or whatever. Yeah, everybody on the South Side knows yeah. somebody from Disturbed. I mean, what the heck? The, Fuzz plays on my softball team. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. He, yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, what helps uh, me is to just, I found out to be me and what musically, right? Uh, and if you're, a songwriter or you're making your own music you know i've made other music and and 
my first couple of records, maybe the first one was really me, but the second one certainly was not me. It was more of a prog rock record with indie rock influences, more a Wilco style or something. But when it all boiled down, it wasn't me, right? So that record you're referring to of uh, I put out this year. This one right here, yeah, the Switchyard Sessions. The Switchyard Sessions. We played Highway, the opening track before on the program. Yeah. Uh, well, that that was done with a basically a studio band, not a real studio band. I mean, they could be studio guys, but some guys I, uh, I've i done a multi- bunch of shows with in Bloomington, Indiana. That's why that thing is a straight-up country sound and record with pedal steel and mandolin and banjo and all that stuff. I put this out, and it's like, I need a band. And it's like, oh, I need a pedal steel player, and I need some country guys. And really, the country guys are really hard to come by around here. So to maintain a country, a top-notch country-style pickers like those boys on that record, I couldn't afford that. Joe Ryan is sitting down here. He's got his guitar. He's sitting here all by his lonesome. We're gonna, we're as gonna usual. Sit, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sip on this drink that I have on the rocks because I'm on the keto and my wife wants me to lose weight and I can't have any carbs. And we're gonna let Joe Ryan play here for a moment. Sitting in Baltimore waiting on a plane. Home, get back to see you again today. Put our favorite record on. Play our favorite song. Lord, I'm missing you my way home Sitting in Baltimore waiting on a plane Home get back to see you again today Tuck the baby girl in tight I know you'll be alright Lord I'm missing you My way home my way home Oh, it's hard out on the road Without a place to call your home My home's with you Oh, it's hard out on the road Without a place to call your home My home's with My home's with My home's with you Baltimore waiting on a plane Home get back to see you again today If I don't make it home tonight I know you'll be alright Lord I'm missing you My way home My way home Oh it's hard out on the road Without a place to call your home my home's with you Oh, it's hard out on the road Without a place to call your home My home's with My home's with My home's with you You are my home 
you are my home <laughs> that's awesome joe that, oh, thanks, that name of that song is baltimore it's on joe ryan's switchyard sessions if you like chickens on piano yeah you it's, really it's, it's like got it. a great great picture on it. you can go to <laughs> joeryan.com if you don't understand it's not r-y-a-n it's r-i-a-n there's actually a way you can get that album for free there check it out companies that offer insurance at low prices may not cover what you need just what you paid for cutting your auto insurance coverage could end up costing you thousands in the end Mike Thauer at Country Financial offers what cut rate insurers cannot, peace of mind. Mike's a lifelong resident of Evergreen Park, with his offices right at 3923 West 95th Street in the EP. Mike has policies that stand up to life's challenges and protect what you value most. He'll help you make a smart decision, not a costly one. Call Mike Thauer, your local country insurance representative. 708-425-1559 and protect what matters most. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Preferred Insurance Company, or Country Casualty Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Hannah, this Saturday, the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail is going to be in Blue Island. All seven of the breweries on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail, the ones over in Beverly, you got your Open Outcry, your Horse Thief Hollow, the ones that are out further out there, like Evil Horse Brewing, One Trick Pony, Rabbit Brewing, uh, Flossmore Station Brewing, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, the host, Blue Island Beer Company. It's going to be at Blue Island Beer Company. They are going to be doing an Oktoberfest. It goes from 1 to 6 p.m. I think from 2 to 6, you're getting in regular beer tastings food for $40. If you want to go the hour early, there's extras, plus an extra hour of beer tasting, some extra perks, and it's only $10 more and you get to start at 1 o'clock. We are going to be out there as in the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, so I'll be out there with the guys from the Broadcast Basement Podcast because it does a lot of beer reviews and visits breweries, and they invited us to come out there to record a show. So if you're going, stop by, say hi. If you want to go, there are all kinds of ways you can do that. Many of the breweries have tickets on site, Blue Island Beer Company, blueislandbeerco.com has a place for you to go right in there and buy the tickets right on their website as well. So there's a lot of places you can go and get the tickets. Go get them before they run out. There's limited space. Definitely, though, if you're looking for, like, if you're in the beer, like I'm in the beer, like I'm stopping the keto just for this day. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm stopping keto You're going to gain 10 day. pounds overnight. Oh, 10 Everything's pounds of coming beer back. going right into me, okay? I don't care. <laughs> This is just too good for me. If you're into that and you're into Oktoberfest, that's a great price, something for you to definitely go and try out. You want to hear what I did last night? What? So we had a quote-unquote team-building exercise for my company with our uh, conference that was going on, and it was way up in Itasca going to some cooking school. Okay. And I really didn't feel like going. I've been at this conference all day. Itasca was even further north, but I said, oh, might as well. So it was probably about 50 people that went to it. So you go in this big warehouse looking building and they've got the little, you know, cooking stations. And then there's the main station up front where the instructor is with a camera, big projection screen showing you how to cook. And Italian guy, real thick Italian accent. And I'm just sitting in the back. I'm like, whatever. Like, I was just ready to go home. But his voice sounded familiar. And then I looked around the room. And I was like, what is his name? And I found like a sign. It had his name, Mario Rizzotti. I'm like, 
he really sounds familiar. So I Googled him and he's been a former judge on Iron Chef and on Chopped. Okay, so you watch the Iron Chef, the Chopped, on the Food Network. Yes. The kids watch the kids Chopped. Yeah. They do that. Okay. So I just immediately started geeking out. So I'm like, holy crap, this is an Iron Chef. You're like this every time you're around a celebrity. This is an Iron Chef judge. He has judged the Anybody on any cable access show that you run into, you get yourself all geeked out. He has judged the best chefs in the world. All right. All right. Okay. So you got excited about some guy that I've never heard of. He's teaching us how to make, you know, pasta from scratch, which I've never done before. Then showing us how to make the, the sauce, the tomato sauce. And he says in Italy, you don't put seasoning in your tomato sauce. And I'm like, whatever. But we had no seasoning to use. He didn't even give it to us. So he so, makes a sauce. He, he tells you how to make it, and then you have to make it. Yes. And okay. then this is when, like, my and Then niece, he judges you. Yeah, that's when my knees started knocking when he said he was going to judge. So this went from, like, you don't even care. You don't even yeah, want to do so this. An you're Iron exhausted. To now all of a sudden some food. guy who you had to Google because you didn't even know who he was. until he was Google familiar. told you Until Google told you he was famous. Now your knees are knocking and you're I nervous while you're giving spaghetti sauce. Okay. I yes. Just, just wanted to recap. Yes. Okay. Exactly. But I've been watching Iron Chef for probably close to 15 years. Yes. So I, me and, and he my was husband, such a big chef on Iron Chef. He's not, you know, he's had, not a chef. You he's had not to a Google chef. Him. Okay. No, he's a judge. He's a judge. He's a, they have a lot of judges. They come and go. So All it's right. not like you have one consistent judge, but they come and go. All right. They rotate them out. I, the one thing I know from watching Food Network, you never serve a judge badly cooked pasta. I've seen the chefs get yelled at for that. So I was like, man, I've never made homemade pasta. This has to be perfect. I am not giving the judge bad pasta. Okay. So me and another guy that was on my team, we were in charge of like doing the pasta. So I'm mixing it together. I'm kneading it and go to feed it through the little pasta roller. And it's just coming out in chunks. And I just said, oh my God, this is not happening. Yes. I have to have pasta to put on the plate. Yeah. You're very stressful evening. You weren't expecting. Yes. Right. Well, we have we only have the ingredients Imagine that he gave us. Imagine if you didn't have your smartphone on you and you couldn't Google him, mm-hmm. how you would have just not had a stressful night. I wouldn't have. Because you wouldn't no. have cared. I wouldn't have cared. Right, okay. Yes, but now I cared because <laughs> he has judged Bobby Flay and Masahori Morimoto. Uh, all, right. And all right, all right. So that, that put a little bit of pressure on it. He wasn't just an anybody anymore. So I grabbed some olive oil. It's the only liquid we had at the table and I kneaded the dough and he probably would have yelled at me because he told us, do not add more than just one egg. You add one egg to the semolina flour and that's it. Well, while he wasn't looking, I'm just like pouring olive oil into the dough and kneading it till it got a little softer. And long story, it just came out perfect. So. So you didn't follow his recipe. Nope. I I saw this video. Yes. Because you posted it, but I didn't know what it was about. This guy, he tasted. Yes. He says your pasta's perfect. Yes. He asked if your grandmother was still alive. Is that what he did? Your your grandmother's still alive. And he must have assumed you were Italian. You're like, and you said she's Cajun. Yes. And then he didn't know what to do with that. That's all I saw in the video. (laughs) Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudist Basement The Broad Basement
Plancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.